This episode has been brought to you by Project Ikuti Torah, where we are here to help you learn, live, and love Torah or and Ikuti Torah. To learn more about us, visit projectikutetorah.org. Okay, in my in Parshas B'Shalach, the Maimer L'Susosi Berichbi, Parei Demisi Chrayosi. Page 126. Actually, this Maimer is going to be discussing about the power of words, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to equate the words to a horse. Uh, a horse can get you uh, to very far places. Um, he says your words is like the horse. In other words, while uh, you may control where the horse, direct the horse where to go, but then the horse can carry you uh, to very far places where you can't go uh, by yourself. Uh, which is both in the positive and the negative. In the positive, uh, he discusses, of course, the words of davening. Uh, you know, there is a certain amount of reflection of intellect that you can put in, you know, where you want to go. Uh, and then you use your words to get you to uh, much greater places, to higher places. Um, and uh, in the negative also, um, you know, sometimes when you uh, speak uh, uh Hara, so... Even though you think that you're Lashon Hara, as or Dvorim um, Betelim, you know, but they can lead you a lot further than you want to go. But basically, he starts off on the Pusik, we'll see inside the Pusik of Shira Shirim. And he, he, he's also going to discuss uh, words can bring you very high. Uh, those are called the feminine words because they sort of uh, bring them out an arousal from above, which would be the masculine words, which means the words of Hashem, the Torah, those are words of Hashem. Those are very powerful uh, connecting words. Uh, our words that we use in our prayer to sort of uh, feminine words to connect to Hashem uh, brings down the masculine words, brings down the Torah words, connects us with that, as the Alter Rebbe will explain. But basically, the verse is in Shira Shirim, which basically says over there, I compare you, my beloved, that's talking about the Jewish people are equated as Hashem is beloved. So it's like the horses in the chariot of Pharaoh. What was the connection between? So there's various different Rashi, the Malbim, the various different commentaries explained. The Rebbe brings down here from the Zohar. The Zohar says that we see that the... Um, Paroi, he switched around. Uh, first, he brought the uh, uh, female horses, and then he brought the male horses. And Hashem says, I do the same thing. The Zohar says, uh, first it says that the angel of God, I mean, Hashem was leading, going in front of them. Uh, and then the angel was going behind them. So that's the... Uh, Feminine and the masculine. What, what, what is this all? How does this all interpret? Um, so uh, he's going to explain that in, in, in Pharaoh. He's going to see later on Pharaoh in the negative. Of course, he explains it in the service of Hashem. Um, the feminine uh, would mean the what the person does. Uh, that is the feminine horses, which means those are the words that the person talks and he brings them about. He carries himself. 
uh, that comes from below, uh, that they draw down the uh, masculine horses, which means get down a lot, a lot more than you bargained for, basically. Uh, both, so in the Pharaoh and in the Israel. Let's look inside and we'll see. As the horse in the chariot of Pharaoh, I have compared you, my beloved. So the my beloved, which is the Jewish people, have been equated to the horses of Pharaoh. What is it? In what in what way? In the caves, just as Pare first placed female horses, and then later on he switched it around. He brought the males before the females. As it says in the also before you see Mitzrayim, it says, it says, Hashem went ahead of them, which that would re represent um, that would represent the level of the female. That the angel that used to go before and the hand of them, he went behind them. So, what is this idea? Of coming behind them. Actually, when it says here the Yamsuf is going to explain later on, there is a level which is even higher. Um, we're talking about We're talking about feminine arousing the masculine, but then there is a level of Yam which comes by itself. Is, is the level of Kriyas Yamsuf, as we will see as we explain later on. Okay. In a so we need to understand what is this parable? What is the example here? That my beloved has been equated to the horses of Pari. What is the what is the equation over here? So Letters are called horses. Uh, which means you ride on a horse gets you from place to place. Your intellect dresses up on a word and the word gets you from place to place. So the word gets you, the word gets the intellect to the place where, where you're going. In specifically, in Avodah Hashem is going to say, if a person has a reflection in the, well, the greatness of Hashem, right? And then he uses the words of the davening, so the Dabni will get him very far. As we'll see. Letters are called horses. Just as a horse that a person rides on it. And the person leads it as he wishes. So which means the person is in control where he wants the horse to go. But yet, without the horse, so it means the person is in charge. But yet, without the horse, he can't get where he wants to go. The horse can lead the person to a very distant place. You cannot reach there without a horse. You can't get to there. So what is the equation to uh, a horse, to the letters and the intellect of the person? Likewise, has 
Manlik Esoesius, the intellect leads the letters. In other words, the letters that you're going to express your thoughts in, whether it's letters of your thought or your speech, are led by your intellect. If you have a something smart to say, then you'll have smart words to say. If you don't have something smart to say, then the words will, will be wasted words. Okay, so he says, Kamekain has the circle leads the letters, but it rides on them, which means based according to the value relative to your intellect, so does the speech. But but yet through the letters, he gets elevated to a higher level. Which the intellect cannot reach at all. Now, the Rebbe is going to divert for a second and talk about when we talk about the Dapning over here, is going to say that, you know, it's important both uh, uh, to, to, to reflect by Dapning, that's called the Hisbonanus, that's the meditation. So that's an intellectual exercise, but it's also important to say the words of the Dapning. So he says that the uh, intellect is, leads the words that you say, but then the words can get you in a much higher level, the words that you daven. So that means through the words of the tefillah. So in other words, if you can sit and reflect all you want, but if you don't attach it, you don't ride on the words of the davening, you're not going to go far. You're going to be stuck with your meditation. So, if the words are so important, why bother reflecting? Why bother thinking about the Ebishter? Why bother meditating? Just stop it. That's it. You still need to have the reflection too. So you must reflect. Now, what does it mean to meditate, to reflect? It depends really on the level. Some people have a good mind, that their mind, that they are able to think about, you know, Hasidus and the concepts and ideas and to really get involved into it. And some people don't have that ability. All what they can think about is just the meaning of the words. So he says, it depends on your love. If you have the ability to really uh, get into the thought of Hashem, then do that. If you can't do that, then okay, words of this also will do. There still needs to be meditation. You can't say just the words, because you need meditation also. Unless somebody whose value, he cannot, he's even, he's lower, he's, he can't even, he can't, he can't meditate. He doesn't know how to do that. Klaal at all. So that person is we have to, he has to at least deeply think in the words. The words is just the letters. As the verse talks about when it says to Aaron, it says, You and your own family come into the, into the ark. Teva in this context means into the, into the words. You have to come and get into the, Get into the words. If you're not going to get into the meditation, but at least you have to get into the words that you are saying. 
And through these letters, you can actually go up. As we will explain later on with Hashem's help. So basically, the words of the davening and the reflection will get you. That will be the horse that will lead you all the way up to the highest madrigas that you need to get to. Okay, so. But what is the ultimate? Is the ultimate, so he says, he uses the verse as God does not want the strength of the horse, which means it's not the words that Hashem wants. Hashem wants really the reflection. That's Lerkot. Where does it rest? The desire, the one of Hashem, doesn't rest in the <coughs> letters of the words, in that's only the level of the uh, thighs, the, 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 of the legs, you know, that's not, Hashem wants those who fear him. So basically, when he's talking to the people, that he says, if you're able to daven, don't just say the words, and don't just glorify, daven with your kavana, because Hashem wants as Yireyev, not just living with Jesus, doesn't looking for the words, but he wants the kavana. That's over here, that he explains over here in this way. But now he's going to go, we just talked about, we talked about letters, we talked about letters giving you, getting you to high places, we talked to equating the letters like horses, but then we're talking about there is masculine horses, and there's female horses. We say that Pharaoh first did the female horse and then the masculine, and so it's in the Vedas Hashem. So he's going to explain what is the masculine horses and what is the uh, uh, feminine horses. The feminine horses is the horses of the people. The people are carrying their prayers to Hashem. They're going up. That's going from below to above. Those are the female horses. Uh, everything works. Ruach. The, uh, when we turn to Hashem, we bring an elevation, then Hashem turns to us. So those are, there are horses coming from both directions. The horses coming from us, that's the feminine horses that are going up to Hashem. The horses that are coming down from above, which means the blessings that we get from above, or the Torah, empathy that we get from above, that's the masculine horse. But here we're talking about letters. Horses' letters, because letters are the writers in which the blessings write on, or which the prayers write on. So, yes, there's two types of letters. Oisius Zacharim, there is masculine letters, but Oisius Nikavis and there's feminine letters. Oisius Nikavis, the feminine letters, means Hainu, Halo, Shemimata, Lemailo, That's the elevation that comes from below to above. Through the above mentioned letters. Above mentioned letters, the daven. If you daven, those are the words that get you up high. That is the arousal from below. And then through this, through the arousal of below, we bring down the rise of above. Why? Because one spirit brings the spirit and that draws down the spirit. So it means. When we bring up our spirit to above, when we turn to Hashem, then the spirit of Hashem sort of turns to us. He quotes from the uh, sages that say that it's the nature of a man to search after a woman. So there has to be a woman there for the man to go search for him. So we create the woman by Yisarusa de So then the man, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
he searches for the woman. If there's a woman there, then Hashem will come to you. Hashem is the masculine who's looking for a woman who to unite with. So we have to create and be the woman so that that will bring the acquisition. That's the drawing down from above to below. That is the level that surrounds the world. Which has no limits. There is no thought that can capture him. Something which is beyond the grasp. That should come down, reveal below. To the masculine horses. That is the words of Torah. So that the world, heavens and the earth should be, I should be filled mabash. Because what is the world uh, full with? You know, sometimes he's going to ask the question. Sometimes it says that only God's glory is, fills the world. And sometimes it says that Hashem himself fills the world. When we say Hashem himself, we're talking about the level of Sevev Kulamah. That's the level that surrounds the world. That's Hashem himself. That's beyond the limitations. But that fills the world. But then we say that that it's the glory of Hashem that fills the world. And the answer is that the Kavayid Hashem represents the level of Torah. In the level of Torah, Hashem dresses up himself. The Ani dresses up through the covenant of Torah, as we'll see. Uh, seemingly it's surprising sometimes it says that the earth is filled with glory that means that it's only his glory but it's not the essence of Hashem but sometimes it says I feel which means that means the essence of Hashem it's I. So, does the I represent from the world? But it's both true. The truth is that I actually fill the world. How is it able, how is he able to dress up in this physical low world which is full with clippers? Through filling the land with Hashem's covet, Hashem's glory. The glory is a reference to Torah. The word covet, covet is referencing is Torah, and the word covet equals the number of 32 Lamed Beis, which is the Lamed Beis, the Sivis Chokhmah, the path of wisdom of the level of Chokhmah. That is the way of the essence of Hashem coming down into the world. Ben covet elo Torah. Kovit is really Torah. When it says, it's full with the Torah. Kovit bigimatria lamet base, that equals the number 32. Behem lamet base, the sivas ha those are the 32 paths of Chokhmah. Behi Chokhmah that is the wisdom of the Torah. Because the Torah comes from the level of Chokhmah, so it has the Kovit, it has the 32, the sivas Through Chokhmah, Actually, the Abraham can fill the world, notwithstanding that the world itself is full with clippers and all other uh, obstacles. But in Torah, through Torah, the Abraham comes out to the world. He could actually be Ani who will fill it. By dressing up in the letters of Torah. 
Shehem They are masculine words, letters. That's bringing down from above to below. as the saying of our sages, If you're sitting and studying, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu sits and studies opposite you. So what does that mean? That means when we are saying the words of Torah. You're taking HaKadosh Baruch. Kodesh is the only one who is separate. Blessed be he. He studies opposite you, which means he draws down into your Torah the level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the level of Ani. Uh, that level which is separated, holy and separated. So he's so separated that even the level of Chochmah, even Chochmah Davtzilus, Relative to the Ebrister, that's considered just like a simple doing, which is of no value relative to us in level of Chokhmah. That's the level of Chokhmah that Silus next to the Ebrister. That means that he's Kodesh, that he's so much higher than that as well. Commission Kosuk, Sisa. So we see that Chokhmah is equated to Asiya. So that is drawn down below through the words of Torah. When you learn Torah, you bring down that level. That's why with regards to the Matan Torah, it says, you're riding on the horses. Those are the masculine horses coming from above. That's what we say, jumping over the mountains and jumping over the hills. What does it mean? Because it's coming from the itself. It's coming from the level of Sovi. It has to jump over. It's not like Anything which is close. This is bringing down so it should be drawn and revealed below. That Hashem descended on Mount Sinai, which means he came down from the level of Sevev. And the people were able to see the coilers. Now, this is talking about the feminine and masculine forces in Yiddishkeit, in Torah, in mitzvahs. You bring about, when you learn Torah, when you do mitzvahs, when you daven, that's the uh, feminine uh, horses that you bring up to Hashem. You bring down the masculine horses, the Torah, the Abishas level, the same climate into the world that is learning, learning it. Same thing is true in the Lumaze, in the Klippus, that when you bring about uh, uh, the your feminine horses, you know, your words are bad, then you bring down from the depth and the highest level of the Klippus. They also have a higher level. They have a lower level and a higher level. You bring down their masculine level of the Klippus. God made one up to the other. Just as in the holiness there is the two levels of these horses, atvin, nukvin, va'atvin, duchurim, letters of feminine and letters of male, masculine, milmaila, lamata, which is below to above, from above to below, umimata, lamaila, kumikein, biklipes, yeshgapkein, also in the clipes there is also, base b'chinesois, is the two letters, levels of letters. Bahainu, what does it mean? When a person ties himself down to the vanities of this world, in words, wasted words, 
Umikoskin, and of course, if he gets lost in horror, that is evil tongue. Those are feminine letters. Those letters will lead you very, very far. Those letters. It'll lead you to the depth of the clippers. In their level of makib, that's called the level of pare, the king of Darden, which is the level of oidef, the back. He'll bring down from above, from their level of makib, of the eclipse, to surround him and to dress him up. A level of vanity and uh, bad of spirit. And they become disgusting garment on him. They cover the person in, in mud, in, in, in disgusting garments from the clippers. Those are the masculine horses. Masculine letters. They become through the feminine letter that the person speaks and he does. They bring around the masculine. Because of the opposite side, in the side of Klippa, we also say that the spirit brings down the other spirit. That when you uh, arouse the Klippas, you're going to get from the Klippas even more than you arouse from them. So, so after the exodus of Egypt, Pari was chasing them. What, is he, what does it mean that he was chasing them? They didn't left left Mitzrayim. So, but they left Mitzrayim. But Pari was trying to, to, to chase them. Which Mikmoshi calls them. But if they Pari, Pari was chasing. He wanted to bring down and draw down the Jewish souls into the depths of the Klippas. So he first placed them the feminine horses. Through the family, then they should bring down also from above Gamkein, from the depth of the clippers. He wanted because if there's going to be feminine horses, the male horses will follow. So, which means the depth of the clippers, if you can get the Jews to sin and be involved with the feminine horses, they'll come, the masculine horses will follow them to attack. As Hasusim Hashem turned it around and he made the Susim Shnei Oisiesa Elu Belakuz. He turned it around that these two letters, the masculine and the feminine, instead of being in clippers, it should be in godliness. That it should be bringing down Elukuz below. Hashem goes in front of the day. And then it would as we will continue. We're discussing here about the two types of horses we're saying. Horses were that uh, carry uh, a person, uh, even though the person directs them, but they carry the person to a very far place where he can't reach himself. He said the words of the person uh, also carry you very far. Good words. Words of Dabni carry you very high up. Words of Narishkaid Lashon carry you very low. He explained 
how there's actually two kinds of horses. There's male horses and there's female horses. The female horses are the horses that we initiate from below because that's the persons, Isarusa de Latatu, the Razzle below. Those are the horses that we send for. That's the energy that we send. We get back uh, a response with the energy that we send. We send positive energy on our female horses. Then from above, Hashem sends down into the Torah. Uh, the Torah becomes, uh, as he learned, that the Ebrister learns when you study Torah, the Ebrister studies against you. The same thing he said also on the other side is, when you speak negative or you do uh, bad uh, horses, then you get uh, uh, the um, response from the greatest low or the furthest level of the clippers to come down uh, upon you. He says, what happened after the Jews were there and left the Mitzrayim, they finally went out. So the horses, they were chasing after them. The, he was trying to get the Yidden to sin. He had the male, the female horses um, go first, in other words, to try to get the people to fall for it. And then the male horses would follow them and they would get uh, override the, the Yidden. But Hashem miraculously turned it around and he gave them the just the opposite way, that they should use the uh, horses for uh, the Ebrister, for the level of, of Torah, and the Ebrister came down and gave them uh, the greatest descent, the level of Sevu Kalamim, into the world of Mimalu Kalamim, as he discussed. But now, this is mainly in Torah. Now, the Altareb is going to explain also in the Davnik that the same thing is true when a person Davins, and he's going to explain what the uh, Kriyas Yamsuf is also. Then we have, because after all this, we have the story of Kriyas Yamsuf, so he's going to explain how this is in Avodah Hashem. So let's look inside. Behine, This, all the above that he's talked before, this is by the Torah that we say, when you're Koyre Vitschoyne, Kodesh Baruch Hashem connected. But the same thing is uh, according to the service of Hashem. Um, so basically he's saying every year it has to experience uh, Exodus of Egypt because this story of the horses took place as he was chasing them. Potter was chasing a yid. So we have the horses that chase us every day, basically. You know, we have to, um, and our response has to be, instead of having the horses of a Potter catch up with us, we go out of Mitzrayim every day and we have to sort of use our positive horses, which is the positive horses are the prayers that we prepare ourselves until we live to the level of Shema Yisrael, which we get basically the love of Hashem in our hearts, so which is what comes down from above. So let's look inside. So now, but first he wants to establish the fact that it is something which is necessary, because who says, maybe we had Mitzrayim, Mitzis Mitzrayim, took place a long time ago, took place a long time ago, what is it that connect to us? Who says we have to do it today? So he's going to bring all these verses. The Torah says that we always have to remember Yitzhi Mitzrayim. Why is the Torah telling us always to remember Yitzhi Mitzrayim? Even Kriyas Yamsuf we talk about. Why are we talking about Kriyas Yamsuf if it's only what happened in the past? What is it? How is it relevant? What does it connect to us over here today? It means that no, we have, because we all have the Mitzrayim every day because the Mitzrayim is our limitations and we go out of the limitations. And then we have to contend with and we have to override these horses to use them in a positive way. So he says, This is by every individual soul. It needs to be every day 
There has to be the level of exodus of Egypt and the splitting of the sea. Like the Pasuk says, So that you remember the day you exit uh, of, of Egypt. And it shows me all the time. And also as the saying of our sages that say, of blessed memory, they say, and every day you should be in your eyes as if today you have left Egypt. So we have to say that this is something which we have to experience every day. And also in the reading of the Shema, we say, and every day we say, I am God, your God, we're going Hulu. I should have chased it, so it says, Meretz Mitzrayim, land of Egypt. And also in the part of Emes Viyatsiv that follows the Shema, over there we don't only talk about Yitzis Mitzrayim, over there we talk about Kriyash Yamsuf too. Neymar Viyamsuf Lohem Bokato, Hulu. That you split the sea for them. Which means, Yitzorich Lid Bukhol Yuring, Shnei Bichines Hanal, that every day there has to be these two levels. So, what does it mean, Yitzis Mitzrayim? What does it mean, those levels that we have to experience every day? World is called Egypt. Of the world, all worlds are called Egypt. Why? Because they're all in a level of boundaries and limits. Anything we call the world means that it's limited. It's a, that is a limited uh, uh, a function, a limited uh, entity. Kamoi, say for example, look at the Earth. So the Earth looks like a huge, but it's mina orets. So there is 500 years that it takes to walk, as the Gemara says, from the earth base to the sky. So it's a limit. It's a lot, but it's a limit. And if you talk about time-wise, it's also a limited world. The world exists for 6,000 years. Okay, so this means that's the world. The world is Mitzrayim. But what does it mean to be exiled in Mitzrayim? What does it mean to be in Golos Mitzrayim? Golos in the world. Golos Mitzrayim means when you become fully engaged and involved that Mitzrayim takes over your life. That this world, this physical limited world takes over your life. That means that you're in Golos Mitzrayim. And when you lose your Seichel, then you become dead in Mitzrayim. That's when then you become... So he says... The Golos Mitzrayim Nikra... What is it called to be Golos Mitzrayim? That is when you tie yourself down to this physical limited world, that means you're in Golos in Mitzrayim over there. What does it mean, Melech Mitzrayim? What does it mean, the king of Mitzrayim, by the person? What does it mean you're in Golos Mitzrayim? And what does it mean you are in Golos by the king of Mitzrayim? That is, the king of Egypt is the intellect of all the vanities of the world. That's the king, you know, the seichel that tells you all the nice things about this world. And when you become tied down to this world so so strong, actually, till you lose your mind, it's without any intellect, Without any reason or not, you start following, being involved so much in the Gashmis. Nikra Oz, Vayamus Melech Mitzrayim. Then the king of Mitzrayim dies. You lose your Seichel. It's not only that your Seichel is involved, that you become so tied down to the Gashmis 
that it's without reason. So your Seichel, the Melech Mitzrayim, the king of Egypt, died. So what happens then that you lose that you're totally dead? The post says after the king of Egypt dies, then you start to uh, sigh from the whole hard work of, uh, of uh, the you know, person runs after the Kashvis and tries and makes his fortunes and lives and everything else. And then he finally sees that he's like totally taken over. And what does it do for him? Nothing. So, so then the Bnei Yisrael, they sigh from the servitude and they scream out. That is a that's a level of tshuva. Then finally you say, "Hey, this is all worthless." When they say the shema, they cry out which is with all your being, which is without a limit. To go out from the darkness and the limitation, which is called Mitzrayim. You only want to scream out to Hashem, the asses of Hashem. That is the level when you scream out to Hashem. That is the level of Exodus of Egypt. This is every day. This is in your life. This is the metaphor from the Mitzrayim, what takes place in a person's life. But how does one come to that level of all your being to a uh, big wool to scream out to Hashem? How do you come to that level? In this is through the meditation, reflection during the verses of Swak, from Baruch Shamar, etc. And mainly it's in the blessings of the Shema. In the two brachas that precede the Shema. Now, the Rebbe is now going to give you a little meditation of all the psukim over there, all the verses of the davening that we say as leads up to the Shema. What do we say with it? Bainu, that is, so you're going to go through some of the davening pieces. You say, The one who creates the holy ones, the angels, and everything else, may your name be praised forever. What does it mean forever? Forever, that means without a limit, forever. No limit, no time frame. This physical world is actually a, an actual limit. But the spirituality behind but the angels and the souls, they are actually no limit. Actual commission calls from Is there then a number to the battalions of the angels? So we're saying, We can't praise the Rebbe's name forever because we're limited. But the souls and the Malachim, those spiritual beings, they're not limited by the physical world, they're not limited by any time frame. So therefore, now he's saying, but what are they going to praise? They're going to praise only the shame. They're only this name. When we say a name, when we say they're praising Hashem's name, we're actually saying, well, we can't touch and we can't even come close to Hashem Himself. We're only praising His name because just like by a name of a 
person, so to speak. The person is not the name. He has nothing. He just has a name. It's just a way to re reference it. That's an external, very external part. So all that we can praise of is actually the name. is only Shim Kolat. Which is not as the power of something which affects into the the cause in the effect where there is a dressing up, the there is a uh, 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 an engagement. You engage the poil into the nifal. Shemislabish mamish benifal that he dresses up actually in the in the uh, what has been accomplished in the shinui. Abul lefonov in shinui is one of kol kalbet leivish that there is no shinui. So he creates everything without being engaged in it. There's no change in it. Question calls when he have violation is then we continue to say, so that's Bodhi Kedoshim Mishtabo Shem Kolat. Then we say, Hamereimam Levadi Meoth. He has been exalted all by himself from ever. What does it mean? That everything that took place in the world from the time forever till now really didn't change. The episode has been above all this. Just as before the creation of the world. Just as he was then exalted all by himself, now he's also, there's no change. He's been exalted forever, the same thing. Further we say, that he himself is raised from the days of the world, which means it's only the level of Shemoi that comes down to the world. But he himself is exalted, is raised, it's only his name is called upon them. That's the highest of all the world. That he is their king. He's a living God, but the Melech is over the world. The only it's Malchus. He's just like a king over them. It's just his name is called upon them, but not engaged to come down in an inner levat. And yet, even though it's only Shmoy, it's also Bligwul. And his name is also what I This is that the one who creates the Kedosh Tamkulat because. They are also unlimited because even though they come just in the shame, shame is unlimited, they're unlimited. But the essence is higher and exalted. So, this is all the reflection that is going to help him to get the Bechol Maidecha that he's going to want to get out of the Mitzrayim and leave everything behind. After he reflects on all this, then automatically he will be aroused by the reading of the Shema to be with all your being. To go out of the dark, they scream out with their heart. He wants to go out in a arousal from below. Those will be the female horses, the horses that the person brings towards Hashem that he brought. That's the arousal below. 
Atvin Lukus. Those are the feminine letters, as he said, the horses and the letters, those are the letters of the Nukvin. And through this, through the arousal of below, we get the arousal above, that we're going to bring about to arouse that love also from Hashem. Those are the Atvin, those are the male letters. That is the second level of Shema. Because when you don't pay so close attention, you think that the second Parsha also talks about the same level as the first Parsha. It says, So one would uh, be inclined to touch love, to love God, just like we said in the first Parsha. Here we're saying also, again, uh, Le'avo. But the Rebbe says, if you pay attention, over here it doesn't say to love, but la'avo for the love. But it's actually talking about the love that we get in return from Hashem to our heart. The first one is wa'avto, that we're turning to Hashem. But then there's a love that comes from above to us. Look inside. The ain't loshin shame dover. It's not a language of a it doesn't say that you should love in a uh in a in a pa in a act to make avo which means lasis avo you're creating a love above leavo to make avo which means lemato to bring about the level of love so hashem that Hashem will become your God, Mabesh. Because normally, the Hine, love, Mikoli Limidus Klau. The Abishter is really not connected from these Midas, so all the Midas of Ches and Gevura Abba here, this is not really connected to the Abishter. How do we get the Abishter to descend into the level of Abba, into that level? So how is it going to be the level of Ave above in the highest level? Rak al Through the arousal of love, Through the level of, of love of below, the Tzohak Libam that we said before, Atvinukvin, which is the feminine letters, Vahafta, uh, which is the level you should love. This also creates a love above. Because the spirit brings the spirit, which means this Rosaltatulus Leila brings down the level of Av. The energy, the life force, it goes up and it returns. Those are the feminine letters and the masculine letters. This that you bring the level of love. Into from the Ain Sof, you bring it down to the love of love. That's called the Isus Chodim. The Hainu, Hamshok, Milmaila, Lemato, that is to bring down from above to below. So that Hashem should be a Legechel. It's going to see, then we say the Posig, after we say that you create the level of Avo. 
and then you say that Hashem will become Elikecha, then we can go on and say the Psukim, and I will give. But this, because it's a little bit strange. Who says, Vinasati Esav Bisotcha? That means, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I will give, or Yit says, Vinasati. How could you say, Vinasati, when it's the Abishter? You should say, Hashem will give you, not I will give you. He's saying, I will give. I mean, we're talking like Moshe Rabbeinu is talking in, in the place of Hashem. He's saying, Hashem said, Venosati, and I will give. But still, the verse says, Venosati, and I will give. How good does he give? But the Altarebbe explains now, once you make Hashem Elikecha, that you is Hashem, that there's no more you. Everything in you, in the person, becomes only Hashem. It's no longer becomes the person. So when you say Venosati, it's not too... too to people, I mean, this is one of the concepts that the Rebbe brings around in various different places, also in the Maimir and Parshas, but over there in which he uh, discusses also. But here he's saying that once we become Hashem Venasati, how could you say Venasati? I will give. Because from above. It extends to be your God, Mamesh. And then through dressing up in the words of Torah, they are male letters, the male letters. So you have the Abish that when you're learning, you have HaKadosh Baruch learning opposite you, which means that you have the one who is totally holy and separated. He dresses up in the Yisrael So then what, what happens? Shem says, I put my words in your mouth. So when you're saying the words of Torah, when you're saying Vinosati, it's not I'm saying that the Eivishter, the Eivishter put his words in my mouth. He's saying, the Eivishter is saying, I will give, not me, because Osim Dvorai, I put my words in your mouth. So you're just a mouthpiece, you know, uh, what happens when a person is banging the hammer? Is the hammer banging? It's the person that's banging with the hammer. So the Abishta is using your mouth to speak, but it says the Abishta is speaking, not you're speaking. It says, meaning you'll speak bomb in them, but you're not going to say you're going to speak them. But that, which is Masnisin Malkasa, the Mishnah. Is the uh, is the king, and man Malki Rabbanan. Who are the kings? The Rabbanan. So the Rabbanan become like the king himself. They are the king. That's the, when they learn the Torah, and the Torah commands. That's the Abishter commanding. So the Rabbanan are the kings at that time. They are the Abishter at that time. They are presenting the laws. They make the halachas. Just like a king, the uh, decrees and he. Commands his country as he wishes. They decree. They say, "Al kosher, what is kosher? Possible, what is unfit? Tame, what's impure? Vitoyin, what's clean? Shuhud Those are my words in your mouth. They are the Hashem's words. That's the Ebrishes Gezeira. They are the one that are presenting the Ebrishes Gezeira. That I, Anoichi, is going that this is the level 
That's after you brought down Hashem Lekechel, you brought down the Alpha, then you have a Shalich Mishalich Mitzavcha. By the Zechel Makach Loimar, Akam Rasati Mutar, then you can say, and I will give the rain. Rasati Ace, Besot Kumdaka, Sadar Schemit, Kukrishma Khoismim. What do you see? Ani, Hashem Lekechem, Asherit Sesi, Eschem Eretz Mitzrayim. I am the God, the God who take you out of Egypt, which is Shubhinas, Yetzias, that you left out of the boundaries, all the limitation. You're no more limited. Rak, Lies, Abaya, Likechem, Hashem becomes your God. Vuhu, Isarusa, Dela'ela. That is the arousal of the above that comes through Oisus, Chorim. Shaboim, Achli, Isarusa, Lutatia, is in the cave. They follow the arousal below, which is the feminine letters. Because said before, the nature of a man is to uh, go after the woman. So first you create the woman, and after you have the woman, then you have the man. So basically, once the Yid has the love to Hashem, the Asis Nukvim, the feminine letters, then you will get responded by the letters of Hashem, which is the masculine letter, and Damshocha Milmaila. Then we'll continue learning the Maimon about Kriyas Yamsuf, which is the uh, total revelation of the higher of the Insof, which equals everything. Achine, yes, before we were talking about the the Oisius Chorim and the Oisius Nekevis, the Isarusa de Latat and the Isarusa de Leilo, the Amshacha Melmata Lemaila and the Melmaila Lemata, now he's going to say there is Kriya Samsu, which is Amshacha Melmaila Lemato, which is not even in the level of 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 Asarusa de Latat and Asarusa de Leilo, it's Asarusa de Leilo, which is even higher. It's Amshocha Melamayla, it's Aishis Zuchardin, which are Bechlal higher than Aishis Nekeva. In other words, we cannot bring up Asarusa de Latat to there. Achine, that's Kriyas Yamsu. Achine, yes, Oidi Asarusa de Leilo, Shahim Aishis Zuchardin. There's another Zuz Leilo, which is the called the masculine letters, Shahim Boim Shaloyal, the Asarusa de Latat Klal. They don't come through an Asarusa Dultat at all, which would be the Aishis Nekevis. So this is Zuharim that come without Nekevis. And that's the level of splitting of this sea. So splitting of the sea means that there's really. What does it mean, splitting of the sea? Because everything that's in the sea. It says what's in the ground is in the sea. What's in the abosh is in the sea. The only thing is it's covered. Um, but when you split it, what it means is that everything opens up. So that means that there is such a revelation that the places that are covered, the places that are open, covered and open, which means in the spiritual level, it means which are covered from Hashem or were open to Hashem. So both of these levels are equal. So the world is split. Everything is open because there is no more cover and no more uh, hidden. Let's look inside. In a yam, who, what is the yam? Everything that is on the dry land is in the ocean. All the creatures that are on the, uh, uh, that in the yam are also on the dry land. Hello? But when they're in the water, they are hidden and covered. But on the dry land, they are revealed. So also in the level 
uh, above, spiritually, we also have the levels that are in the level of yam, which is the level of covered, and the level of dry land, which is alma de iskasia, alma de isgalia, which is the hidden world and the open world. And the same thing he's going to say in Avedis Adam, Adam as well, there is the hidden and the open world by the person. Who is also a miniature uh, world, okay, a microcosm of the world. So you have the, these different levels in the person. You have the intellect, the emotions, thought, speech, and action. Okay, so therefore, so we say like this. So seichel, the intellect is considered like the hidden. But why? Because that's that's obscure. And the emotions are open. Uh, Relative to the intellect, the emotions come forth. You know, the excitement is still, there's a more, much more. The, the, the intellect is for the person himself. He reflect. Other people interfere over there. Emotions already, you show emotions, you know, you have when you have excited or when you're happy or when you're angry, then this already comes out more to the open. That's when you try to measure Midois next to Sekel. Sekel is considered the hidden, the Alma de the Yam, and the Midois are the reveal, the reflection. Then when we measure Midois relative to Machshove Dibur Maisem, or Machshove Nikla Gamkin Abichinas Gilu Lagabe Hasekel. Oh, he's actually still relative to the seichel. The thought is already a uh, revelation because it's not in the essence of the soul. It's already coming something that you has letters already, something that you're thinking about already. It's become revealed. And when you talk about it, speech, that's even more than the machshavah. So the same thing is we have uh, just like we say, so we have above, we also have in the spiritual level, you have the level of machshava, and then you have a level of so to speak of the dibur, the machshava of the Ebishter and the dibur of the Ebishter. So the level of dibur is a more revealed level than the level of machshava. Yes, machshava, there is also machshava over there. I've uh, and which is the level of Machshava would be the Alma Discasset, the level of hidden, not as revealed as the level of Dibur. So, but although the Pasik says, So it's not the same as our thoughts. Yeah, but it's not the same, but also the speech is not the same. So, but relative to the Abishter's level of speech, what we say, Machshava and Dibur, it's Elam Legabi Gibur. But it's still the same value as the person below. As there is a difference between Machshava and Dibur, same thing above when we say the level of Machshava, level of Dibur, it's another level of Machshava, not our Machshava, but there is still that gap and that difference like we have by the person between Machshava and Dibur, so to speak, by the Abish, that there's also that difference between the Machshava and Dibur. So just like by the person, so the person's thought is considered to be obscure, hidden, Relative to the Dibur, Dibur is, goes out, everybody can hear what he says, he speaks to other person. His thought is only for himself. There is also a level of Helem, which is level of Machshava. As the Zoyer says, 
Uh, there's various different levels of machshavah. So every time when we want to say that there's a higher level of obscurity, we say there's many machshavah because relative to this level, that's a level of machshavah. Then you have a higher level of machshavah, which means that it's hidden. It's Almadis Kasyan relative to the Almadis Gali will come revealed. Shu machshavah la machshavah which become a machshava for the machshava. So the machshava is also elem relative to the dibur. But relative to that machshava, there's another machshava, which is elem lugabi that machshava. Shomash nikla elem lugabi l'mati imenu nikra b'chinas gilui lugabi madrego elem imenu. That which is called a hella, which is hidden from a lower level. That's why we call it machshava. But relative to a higher level, that is gilui. That level of elem is also gilui. Relative to the higher level of Makshove, uh, to the higher level of, 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 of hell. So, Mashinik the Elm, the Gabi Lamati, Men and Nikro Bhinas Gilo, the Gabi Madrega Elium, Meno. So, that's why there's a Makshove for that Makshove. Vechain Govoyam al Govoya, and so it goes higher and higher. Shahatachtin, who Bhinas Gilo, the Gabi Elium, Meno. The lower level is a level of revelation relative to the what's higher than him. Because the higher level becomes hidden from him. The higher level is hidden from the lower level. This is what's called the evolution, the um, chain reaction, the way they descend the world. That is going to be like a chain. So each one is hung on the other. So each loop is connected to the other loop. Likewise is the the chain and the evolving of all the worlds. have one higher than the other. You have a cause and an effect. There's one Helen Megillu. So this is all the level of what you want to call Yam and Yabosha. So you have Yam, you have Yabosha, you have the lower, lower, the lower level is the Yabosha, the higher level is the Yam. What does it mean when you split the Yam is, But when we talk about relative to the essence of the one who is who is higher and higher than the evolution of the Elmas, which are... Um, which are hidden in Shaykh Lufon of Klaal Milo Matos. Over there, it is no such a thing as higher and lower. As the verse says, that even darkness is not dark before Hashem, and the day and the night light, lights like the day. So, which means there's no such a thing as Helen Vigilu. Helen Vigilu, the revelation and not revelation. That's the order of Ishtalshlus. That's the Oyer Amemale. That's the relative to the light, which fills the world over there. There is higher level than a lower level. But when we talk relative to the higher level of the Atzmus, we talk about the Ein Sof, we talk about the infinite, the same of Kulamim, over there, if the higher and lower is all the same. The darkness is not darker, the light is not light, the lower is not lower, higher is not higher. There is no higher and lower. It's everything is equal. Behinek. During Kriyas Yamsuf, it was the revelation of the essence of Hashem, which is higher than Ishtavslus. And through that, because it was that revelation that came into play, 
So yam biyabosha shabimamish. So the yam and the dry land are the same level. Benasim yam liyabosha. So from the yam becomes yabosha. You dry what means. Mehelem gilui. From the it became gilui. Vizau hafak yam liyabosha. This is the Pasik says the yam turned to yabosha. Benor vayabru berogel. They went through in the Nohor by foot. By Yavru Besoy Chayom, by Yabosho Daikim. In other words, now they went through in dryland. Now, which means after the dryland, which means that the Yam turns to Yabosho, becomes Gilui. Shalom Nasi Gilui, Aidei Gilui Atzumusay. Shalom Gilui Shov Mamish, because the Shalom Gilui Shov, so everything becomes open. So it's, everything is dryland. Then it says, They went through Bayabosha. Some we will rejoice with him. So now the word boy is understood with the Atzimus, with the because it was a revelation, because that's why it says, That is the level of Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Simcha Shul Mitzvah is really the level in which we rejoice with Atzvahs. And he's going to say, when you, you have a level of rejoicing of Simcha with Ishtalshus, that is called Mirev Koil. Rev Koil means of many, plenty of a lot. That's Ishtalshus, which is a great oil. It's an oil HaMamalik Olam. He translates that result. That which means that you got involved the rave coil of the Yishtalshulus, but you have to serve Hashem with the Simcha of a mitzvah which gets the level of Atzmas. It's like saying, or I should say, a person is happy with all the Gashmis, with the physical, when you should be happy that, that you're a Yid, that you're the Yishtalshulus, Hashem. Here we're saying you're happy with the Malikul Almim when you should be happy with Sevukul Almim because this is at a high level. That's level of Atmos. That because you didn't serve Hashem with joy, what does it mean? That is called the Ishtas of all the world. Shem Rev They are very many. Why is there so many? And they're considered Kigilde Betzolim. It's like the uh, peels of the onions. A lot of peels, one on top of the other. Govoyim al one on top of the other. That is Rev Koil. That is Ishtas in which there is a great many. Abel has simcha shel mitzvah, but the simcha mitzvah he bechinas as musim mamish, shu meirev koil more than koil. The ma'ila mishtalzus kol elomus, that you have the simcha mitzvah goes higher than shtalzus kol elomus. That's why it says shot nismach aboy, because once there is the revelation of Kriyas Yamsim in the world, then you you're you're semeich with the atzmos. Bezeu v'samachto lifnei Hashem lekiachol. You should rejoice, and that's the Alter Rebbe is always using the word, the idea. It says lifnei. Lifnei doesn't mean in front of, 
but it means in front of, before Hashem Elokecha, which is in a higher level than Hashem Elokecha. Shubichina Simcha Shel Mitzvahs Atoyro Shulifnei Avaya Mamshichim Chulu. And then we bring down the higher level. And this is really, how is that the Simcha Shel Mitzvah? What do we see by a mitzvah? Because he's going to explain now the bracha. When you make a, a mitzvah, every time you make a bracha, asher kiddushonu b'mitzvah So he's going to explain the baruch ato Hashem and the bracha, how this is the atzimus coming down into this world. You know, Emrim, we say, asher kiddushonu b'mitzvah yisavchulu. The ramach mitzvahs, heim ramach evarim demalko. That the 248 mitzvahs are the 248 limbs of the king. Which means, 248 limbs of the king means, the 248 limbs, that the Ebishter Kaviyochel, so to speak, comes down to the limbs. And when you take a limb, you take the Ebishter. So you actually, through the mitzvah, uh, you can get one part, you know, through different mitzvahs or different limbs. But when you drag a limb or you connect to a limb, the person who owns the limb, the Ebishter, the highest of the limbs, the which dresses up, the inner self, you're taking it. Say, for example, by the person. The soul itself, you cannot hold on to it. You can't grab it at all. Like Avapi came, but yet, still. If you take the person by his right hand. Or by his left hand. And you pull it from place to place. So that the soul is also pushed from place to place. Because the neshama is dressed up in the body. And through the body, if you pull the body, you get the neshama with it. Even though the neshama itself, you can't grab hold. Through the fact that the neshama dresses up in the limbs, so therefore the soul is being pulled automatically. And likewise, the mitzvahs are Hashem's limbs, so to speak. Chesed is That's the right hand. What does it mean? That through the charity and kindness that you give to a poor person below, so then we draw down the essence, so to speak, through Hashem dressing up in the right, in the right hand. Same thing is good in the left hand. As I say, just tell us, he's said, that that's the left hand because what means Gvura, one who can conquer his uh, you conquer a certain desire that you have and you conquer it that's Gvura so that's also you bring down through that conquering through that Gvura that you display you bring down the level of Gvura Gvura that's 
level of Torah, that's taking the whole body, slapping the, the, so you slap the king, either by his right hand, by giving tzedakah, by his left hand, by conquering your tithes, or grabbing the whole body of the, by learning Torah. <coughs> and once you grab him, you read the, you lead the person where you want to take him, because you're holding on to him. I did gain, my gain, I did turn him, I'm shikh was at smusik of That's the way we bring down the atzmus. So there's not a regular simcha merev koil from, from just his talsulus, but you're taking it down from the higher talsulus. But there was simcha shil mitzvah. This is the simcha shil mitzvah. Shil matn schorin shil mitzvah. This is the, the, the reward, the giving of gift to mitzvah. Shil mitzvah. Give it That is the revelation of the essence. That was then revealed at the time of Kriyas Yamsu. They will rejoice in him. In the essence of Hashem. That is a level of from above. It's arousal from above. That comes without. And the arousal from below that comes just from, from the Abishter, ki ein cloud. For the arousal of above cannot arouse it at all. I mean, I, I'm not following exactly. Let me hear what he's saying because on one hand he says you need to do the mitzvahs. It's through the mitzvahs that you're gonna get the well the mitzvahs as a as a as are an isarusa de latato. But I, I I think what he's saying over here is. There is like an emotional. The Yisrusel, not the mitzvahs, are just merely a physical act. It's slapping the king. But that's not called the Yisrusel, in which the person has sort of a, uh, an emotional, intellectual attachment through his work, through his davening, through his contemplation. The other Yisrusel, that brings Yisrusel, he talked about, it's a response to your Yisrusel, you have the level of tzimoyin, and ava to Hashem, you get the level of la'ava, you bring it down. So that's called the Zerusa Latat, Zerusa But this is Zerusa Leila that you get when you do a mitzvah. It's Shleibera. It's not connected. You know, you just do a physical act. That's the Matan That's a reward for the mitzvahs, which means it's not something that you, uh, there is, um, I guess it's, it's a gift. Although a reward is also considered to be, yeah, what's that? It's more than you just, just get reserve, just a gift, additional gift to you. So. Yeah, okay. Anybody also calls it a Matan Schoran. A reward usually, I mean, which is also spoken about the difference between when you get a schar, a schar means that you work something, you get paid for the work, but then you have a gift, a gift that goes beyond that you can, but over here you use it. And this is what Hashem says to Moshe, Why are you screaming to me? So he says, Which means, a lie already is not yet the highest level. This is depends on Atika, which means So there is no screaming over there. You don't have to titzak a lie because the Zerusal Tata doesn't reach there. So there's no point in screaming to me, sort of. No Zerusal Tata, it just comes from above. Over there, Zerusal Tata cannot get it. Hello? Hashem wages the war for you, you are quiet, which means it comes milamailo, and you just get the level of the insov. That's the level of the Simcha Shal Mitzvah. 
That's the Oasis, the Chodim, which don't come through Oasis Nekebis. And that's the higher level that was revealed by Kriya Samsung.